Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation favourite tip series, Simone, an occupational therapist and nutritionalist, shares tips around how our language can influence children's decisions about food. To listen to the full conversation, head to episode 14 or check out the recording on YouTube. Let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. So maybe also then talk about the language and how we can use positive language in our home. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it would really build on, um, yeah, Fleur from your previous podcast uh, had some wonderful language swaps and I thought I'd do a bit of a shout out to Mm. anyone who hasn't caught that podcast of yours because it really made me go, yes, okay, I I like what she's saying because it definitely is in alignment with what I talk about a lot. Mm. And a lot of what I do is really about how do we change our language so that we're helping our children feel like they belong at mealtimes rather rather than I want my child to fit in with what I thought we were going to be doing. And um, feeding isn't about fitting into a mould or fitting into someone else's expectations. I think we've got to remember the whole point of eating is to fill up our body and nourish ourselves and it comes from within it's not an external thing that comes from outside of us and that's what I love about responsive feeding and the way I approach it is I work with the children to reconnect with them so that they know how to you know approach a new food and feel confident that if they don't like it it's okay to spit it out and or it's okay to have an experience with it without you know pressuring themselves or feeling pressure from other people because that external pressure is what can get in the way of just being naturally curious and taking on a bit of a learning mindset so um, some of the language ideas I have really tune into that and um, I suppose a couple of the ones I have today that I thought we'd talk about is taking away some of those negative sentences at the mealtime so if you're about to say don't throw your broccoli <laughs> or no don't do that the no's and the don'ts are definitely the difficult parts I suppose in feeding because they come from probably your childhood Mm -hmm. and they're coming out of your mouth before you really recognize that they're coming out so um one language swap i have for that is instead of saying no's or don'ts say you can and then finish the sentence so i just trained myself that instead of saying no or don't say you can and then work out what i actually wanted them to do that's a great one broccoli on the tray over there if you don't want it close to you you can spit your broccoli into the napkin rather than whatever was going to happen so giving a nice little you can instruction can help you with avoiding the negative and the benefit of that is you've given them a really specific instruction they can't say if I said don't jump on the couch but I'm in the middle of jumping on the couch and I'm getting that lovely vestibular input and I'm loving this progress and all of the feelings and that sensory release that I'm getting from jumping on the couch and then you say don't do it I'm like no but I feel great Mm. it's like oh 
you can go and jump on the trampoline outside. would be so much more specific and I know what you want me to do and I'm still going to get that feeling if I do that thing. So I think if we change around from the no's and the don'ts to the you can, um, it helps in parenting anyway, but especially around food because we want them to know what to do (laughs) with food. We don't want them to know what not to do because the list of what not to do is excessive. We're really eating can be brought down to smaller tasks that are easier for them to follow. Yeah, that's perfect. I love it. (laughs) I need a poster of that in our our kitchen, I think. You can. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, I suppose another few things that I thought of is I also do a bit of the yum and the yuck words. I hate saying them because they're both the why words in my vocabulary, but there's something that I've sort of brought my kids up and something that was instilled in me was not not to yuck someone else's food because that's putting your external pressure on it. But it also goes the other way. If I'm saying yum, 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 yum to someone who genuinely doesn't like that food, Mm -hmm. it really is another form of pressure. So I think I always talk about the yumming and the yucking of food um, can really confuse kids. They're very literal. So if we're putting a lot of these subjective terms in their heads it can get quite confusing for them so I keep to tangible ideas if I want to talk about food and I can't bite my tongue and I need to say something I was like wow that broccoli is really bright green today (laughs) rather than anything about my subjective experience of it yeah you know obviously I am a big believer of no food talk at the table is better than any food talk (laughs) but I know that some people grew up with a lot of food talk around them and they're going to find that habit really difficult to break so sometimes having that nice gentle step to moving towards a you can phrase or a Mm. oh what can I say about that food that isn't putting my opinion onto the person mm. you know keeping it tangible will really help oh that has a big smell yes garlic <laughs> <laughs> um, rather than oh yeah. Like, yeah I don't like that smell that. you know yeah. you can imagine that feeling you get from that yeah definitely thank you so much for joining me for today's simply happy conversation if you enjoyed this episode then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organisational strategies to simplify their life and prioritise their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au.